This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we're going to talk about, well, in the first half, how about some home improvement stories? We've all got to do it, right? You ever turn around and, what? What just happened? My house is falling apart. Uh, let's see. We have a what's in the box. Liz has a product. Can't wait to hear all about it. And then I have a battle of the sexes question for Liz. As a woman, I need to tap her brain and try to understand what's going on up there with you ladies, particularly in the wife department. And on the back end of the show, we'll be talking about social media. There's an article in the Harvard Review that talks about a link between social media and depression. But Liz and I are embarking on some social media and we're we're hitting some hiccups on the way and just trying to make sense of it all. All right, rant over. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by Park Street Books. Read, play, unplug, and by Perez Martial Arts. Kicking ass and taking names, but only in self-defense. Small Town Scuttlebutt. Check one, two, one, two. Liz, by the way, you know that the uh, table reverberates every time you drop down one of your four-gallon <laughs> water bottles? Check one, two. Check one, two. Sound check. <laughs> Liz on mic one. Water bottles on mic two. <laughs> Scuttlebuds, what's going on? It's Rick Fink. It's a small-town Scuttlebutt podcast. We react to the overreaction to small-town problems. If you're just tuning in, if you're just catching up. Episode 164, we're talking about social media and whatnot. Uh, it's Rick Fink here. Across the table from Liz, tell it like it is daily. <laughs> Rick, I have, um, before we get into our topics of the day, I have a question for you. I was mm-hmm. listening to one of my favorite radio shows on the way here featuring two of my favorite comedians, Big Jay Okerson and Bob Kelly. Is this the skank? No, this, this is the bonfire. The Legion of Skanks. <laughs> yeah, the Legion of Skanks is a different podcast I listen to. <laughs> I, love that my, I love that my partner in crime here. <laughs> loves legions of skanks i do i do i'm not their target demo but i love it and you're a he, she her hers too that's like, right that's just it's amazing mm-hmm. great so they were debating who was the hottest charlie's angel yeah farrah fawcett so highly contested debate because <laughs> you just break the microphone thinking about farrah fawcett <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. so everybody knows by default sabrina was not the hottest right mm-hmm. but you could. I make the argument that Jacqueline Smith Kelly was the hottest. Oh yeah, she ended up on a lot of covers of magazines. Yeah. By, at the grocery store. Yes, Jacqueline but Smith. yeah, they were debating between Farrah Fawcett and Cheryl Ladd, which I could see that. But I'm my, you know, maybe because I'm a brunette, mm-hmm. I got to give it to Jacqueline Smith. <laughs> so where's this coming from? Is this sort of like uh, just off on the well? It's funny that we always take a 70s, 80s like, I know. starlet. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, is this where we rest in peace and pay homage to? Uh, Chrissy? Yes. Suzanne Somers, R.I.P. From uh, Three's Company. Three's Company. Mm -hmm. Did you know that she, the reason why she ended up leaving the show was because she fought for a a better salary to be more in line with what John Ritter was making at the time. I think he was making $150,000 an episode and she was making 30. Wow. Yeah. And so she was like, I, I want to be paid more. You're paying yeah. John this. I expect, you know, parody. And they were like, see you later. Mm. I think they should have met in the middle. Yeah. 
right? I mean, I mean, there's a pretty, I mean, that's not just 80 cents on the dollar difference. That's a pretty significant difference. Yeah. Would you say John Ritter was a B-lister? I don't think, a- I think he was A-lister, A-lister you think for he's the an time. A-lister? Yeah, And absolutely. what about Suzanne Summers? I don't think she deserved A-list money because that show was definitely centered around John Ritter. Sure. But she didn't deserve D-list money. No. No, I would have I would have bumped her up a little bit. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So well, there you have it. <laughs> well, here we are at uh, Three's Company's podcast. <laughs> Every week we break down a new episode. Remember the time when they're trying to put up the shower curtain? <laughs> that was the best one. <laughs> so weird because I was a kid and I was like, I get these jokes. I know what they're talking right. about. And it's I, and thinly like, veiled sexual I, innuendos. Yeah. Did you say thinly? Thinly, yeah. Just well. stick it in. <laughs> Put it in. Uh, harder. Harder. <laughs> Come on, you son of a bitch. Is that all you got? Just a little more. You're almost there. <laughs> I don't think it was that over the top, but... <laughs> I like our version more. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I put up a shower exactly. curtain. Like, get into it. Mad at it. <laughs> All right, four minutes in, and we've totally gone off the rails. Yeah. Can, I, can, okay. I, can we? <laughs> can um? Can I? Can we do a little battle of the sexes thing? Yeah. Because I I love that you know you're a wife and a mother, mm-hmm. and I'm not, and mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I just want to pick your brain. You know. Sure. Like, you might do this. I, I know, like, when you share your life with somebody, like, everything's the same. The, the you know, the bank account, the house, the yeah. kids, right? Uh, you're going to find something that's just kind of like, yeah, I wish you stopped doing that. <laughs> and uh, you know how I can never shit on my wife? She's just great, right? Right, yeah. But she's not perfect. Nobody is. No. Uh, she's got this uncanny knack of, like, seeing something and then being like, oh, I'll just put it away. And sometimes... That's not in your jurisdiction. Oh, like what? Like one of your tools she'll put away or something? Ooh, or? Well, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, <laughs> it's related to this. Okay. So uh, I have to um, do a couple touch-up. It's it's touch-up house repair season, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going through the house with some joint compound and paint and primer and all that stuff. And now we have like 15 different shades of gray. Yep. You've heard of 50 shades of gray? <laughs> all, all I got, I only have, I can only do 15. I'm 47. <laughs> I'm slowing down. I can only, a man can only get so freaky. What is up today? Is freaky up? Friday. Is it a full moon? What is maybe, going on? Maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, I come downstairs into mm-hmm. the podcast studio behind the curtain. I have got all of our paint. Yes. In case you ever have to do a touch-up, there's your inventory. Now, the cool thing about the interior designer who picked out all these shades of gray. Humble brag, interior designer. Yes. <laughs> yep. She nicely put a list together. Family room, Balboa mist, whatever, right? And by the way, these are Benjamin Moore colors, okay? We don't, uh, we don't skip out with <laughs> Pittsburgh paints or bear. <laughs> None of that Valspar bullshit. <laughs> Ben Moore is the best. Sherwin yeah. Williams is is it's A and one A. Yeah. All right. So anyway, she has this list, and I said to myself, the best place to put the list of paint colors would be on the paint cans. So when I come to a project, wow. it's all there. It's one stop shopping for all my painting needs, right there. So at some point, I did a project, and uh, maybe while I was putting things away, uh, Leslie saw paperwork. See, that's what it is. Paperwork. Okay. Turns paperwork. I think what happened is she took it. And filed it away somewhere into the abyss. Oh. 
but I didn't really notice it because I'm putting away, you know, paint cans, paint mm-hmm. cans, and putty knives and all kinds of stuff, brushes, rollers. What else? I don't know. I don't paint. Well, this is a compelling podcast. Keep going. <laughs> Drop cloths. Okay. Turpentine? I don't know. Uh, okay. What What is going on in turpentine? We use latex products around okay, here. I don't know. So anyway, yesterday I had to come get a paint. I'm like, oh, where's that sheet? Don't know where the sheet is. Hmm. Okay. I'm not going to get pissed off because I think I know what happened with the sheet. Mm-hmm. I know it went through someone's hands that didn't have the jurisdiction to do this, but they did because that's what they do. I'm just going to chill. I had already scraped and sanded the hole that one of my friends, I think my friend, I'm not my friend. <laughs> one of your like, kids' the friends? Kids, yeah, the yeah. kid's like nine. Don't, you know, <laughs> it's not my friend. My son's friend, they're roughhousing upstairs. Mm-hmm. They put a hole in the wall. Yeah. Someone's head goes through the wall, right? Well, at least once a month around here. So I go patch it up. I prime it. I'm ready to paint it. I get up there. I roll it. It looks right. Obviously, it wasn't, and I went across with the roller, and I'm like, let out an audible. Uh, Fuck! You know, just that disappointed, yeah. like, come on! Because, Liz, if you if you set this up, this project is, like, such a quick, easy, you know, quick hits, but right, it takes right. days because things need to dry, you know, and you have to sand it down. There's steps, so it's like, you got to wait 24 hours. So it's like the fourth day into, like, just, I want to check wanna the get box. It done. I yeah. want to get it Wrong paint color. Ugh. So I go, now I'm mad about the paint list. Now I'm going to confront, I'm going to f- confront that woman. <laughs> I say, woman, I says, where's the paint list? She goes, I don't know. I'm like, ah, so we get a whole big thing about that. Were you, so because you went into it agitated, were you like a little confrontational about it instead of like, let me just, let me just lay it out for you. Had you gone to Leslie prior to you painting something the wrong color, you would have maybe come into it a little bit more calmly and been like, hey, I'm about to paint over that hole in the wall upstairs. Have you seen the paint list? So then maybe it would have been a little bit more of a, a calm, productive conversation versus you coming into it all agitated because you already fucked up the paint color. Thoughts? Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> also, we can't, I have no definitive proof that she's guilty. Gotcha. I'm just going off of track record. Yeah. It's like my keys were right here. So question to you. Do you do this? Oh, yeah. We, as wives, we are putters awares of everything mm-hmm. and it drives Dan crazy because so I'm not alone. No, but what I normally do for, for with him yep. is like he he'll have like a glass of water. He'll drink his water, then he'll leave the glass next to the sink, yep. which he intends to use later. But my mind goes, there's a dirty glass next to the sink. It belongs in the dishwasher. So I put it in the dishwasher. And he's like, why would you do that? I was going to use that later. And I was like, well, why would you leave a dirty dish next to the sink? You know, like, obviously, I'm going to put it in the dishwasher. He also has this habit of leaving receipts, like a receipt from Home Depot, let's say. He'll, like, leave it just on the counter for, like, four days just in case he's going to return the thing that he's already used and can't be returned anymore. So... So day one, I'll say like, hey, do we like, do you need this receipt? And he's like, yeah, I just want to keep it just, just in case. Mm-hmm. I don't, just in case of what, I have no idea. Day four, I'm annoyed. And I just, I, I'll grab it off because I hate clutter and I hate things on the counter that don't need to be on the counter. And I'll just grab it. I'll be like, can we, I think we can throw this away now, right? He's like, oh yeah, 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 we can. But like, I just, I hate any clutter. I hate things not in their place. Yep. Everything has its place. And I will put it in the place if you don't. Well, yeah, see, that's where we're, that's, okay. First of all, that whole scenario you just mm-hmm. played out with the receipt out for a couple yeah. of days. I, I'm, I'm 
I'm in Camp Liz on this one, <laughs> and I hate to be because I want to. I want to like support the guys, you know. Right. But first of all, what do you need a receipt for? You probably bought with, right. bought it with plastic, exactly. so it's in the computer. Like yeah. I, I go to Home Depot to return an angle grinder or something. I'm like, hey, this thing, you know. What's an angle grinder? Uh, you can cut cinder blocks and rock with it. Why do you need to do that? Because I'm building a uh, a wall. Oh, yeah, fun. I, I, got a, I, got, I got a bunch of projects going on. It's cool. It's an outdoor project. I'm going to face it with a field stone veneer to match the, mm. the foundation of the house. It's going to go under. We had some rotting. Mm-hmm. So I think we talked a little bit. It was on, it was on our Instagram. Like yeah. our Oh, Instagram, yes. That yeah, rotting, yeah, yeah. That rotting mm-hmm. thing in the backyard. I'm going to replace it all. Well, anyway, uh, so one, you don't need the receipt until you know, it doesn't need to stick around that long. Yeah. But you could just, you know what Leslie does do? She sees some things, she just puts it on my desk. Oh. So that's helpful. It's like a catch-all. You just have one of those things. I feel like Dan would read that as passive-aggressive. Oh, no, I appreciate it. Okay. In fact, uh, I worked in one office where the culture included, like, if you get, you know, a memo or something comes mm-hmm. in or you mail or whatever, you just put it on the person's office chair. Oh, Which okay. is, initially, I was like, I'm going to sit on my paperwork, <laughs> you know? But no, that's like, why you'll know it's there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I, we're just wired to... Do that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, it did parlay into, like, a little bit of a... Some would want to file this under anger management issue, but I chalked it under efficiency and fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> Born from anger, right? Mm-hmm. Because I've already conceded that there's a tinge of frustration. Yes. I got another project where, uh, you know, when your towel rack in your bathroom gets kind of like loose yeah, on yeah. the wall. And I don't know if you know about these anchors that yes. you, you screw the plastic thing in, then mm-hmm. you screw the screw in with the anchor plate, and then you put, right? Okay. Yep. Well, it's getting loose. This was on. This has been on my list for like three months. Leslie's been. It's not called nagging when she's had to ask you. Like it's gone three months. You know, if she mm-hmm. asked me five times in a week, I'd be like, "You're nagging." Right. She's asked me five times in two months. Okay. Not okay. nagging. Yeah. I'm just not doing it. So now I'm doing it because mm-hmm. I'm getting sick of hearing this, and it needs to get fixed. All right. So it comes out. I patch it. Right. Fix it all up. Go to paint it. Put in new anchors. It screws up. Like the anchor to the wall. Just it, it was a shitty anchor. Yeah. Like, th- you buy it cheap, you get cheap, right? Now I'm like, God damn it, because I just put another hole, like, three inches above this other hole. Now I'm compromising the integrity yes. of the wall. So where and when are you going to mount, like, wh- where are we going to, the towel's going to be, this rack is going to hold two wet towels, you know, probably Ooh, like 10, yep. 12 pounds of weight hanging down. So I'm like, well, I'm going to have to patch this with, like, new, like, one foot by two feet of, like, sheetrock, yeah. and I'll, I'll just get it in there, and this whole wall will be restored. So there's only one thing to do. It's you throw your hammer through the wall. Obviously. Start the demo. <laughs> That's the fun part of any project. Yeah. The destruction. Yeah. So I took a I took a wind up and I threw the hammer. And hammers, when they throw, they're great. There's like that. What do you think uh, you're Thor? Like, what are you doing? Kind of. Kind of. I mean. I took a picture of the hammer in the wall. With the handle sticking out and sent it down to Leslie. Gave her a progress report. That was fun. <sighs> What was her reaction to the hammer on the wall? Oh, is that what I heard? <laughs> she doesn't care. She, I, I was mean, just gonna. She doesn't. She just yeah. wants it fixed. She doesn't care how you do it as long. It, as it yeah. Fixed. Like two seconds later, I cut around the yeah. whole thing. So you know, it just the optics. I yes. Wanted, I wanted her to think I was losing my shit on this project. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it! So wait, did you ever find the paint list? No. So that was kind of. Uh, we were talking about women and stuff like that. Yeah. Let, me, let me just. Let me just. Can I just make fun of men? I mean, please do. Potential men? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you mm-hmm. if, if this is sexist. Some, I feel like everyone's always looking at other people mm-hmm. and like groups. Like Republicans look at Democrats. You're doing everything wrong. Vice versa, right? There's all these f- factions. Yes. Well, tell me what you think about. There's two kinds of guys. 
the guy that doesn't like football, know anything about football, doesn't follow football, couldn't name two guys mm-hmm. on his home team, is he really a man? As someone who hates football, I would I have to say no. I don't think he's a man. <laughs> I think like I would find it really odd yes. if I came across a guy who was like football what? Oh yeah. I would be like or doesn't drink beer but isn't a recovering alcoholic. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. certain things that you you just subscribe to as a man mm-hmm. and football I feel like is one of them yeah. enjoying it and yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be like Yeah. I was thinking about the uh, the mm-hmm. other day I was talking to a guy Showed no interest in football, and I just realized my opinion of them totally dropped about fifty, you know, yeah, points on the rubric. I'm like, and I mean, as I, I think football's stupid. Mm-hmm. But if a guy said to me he didn't like it, I'd be like, yeah, okay, you're, right. you're weird. Yeah. <laughs> that was just one. The other one was uh, I got all these tools. You ever meet the guy that doesn't own any tools? So would that be a guy that doesn't know how to do anything or just pays people to do stuff? Who is this guy? Do you know a guy that doesn't own tools? No. Well, if there's an out. If you like rent, if you own a home, you have to have You it. have to have tools. Yeah. And if you have an apartment or a condo or something smaller, you at least have to have a toolbox with the essentials. Yeah. You know, hammer, mm-hmm. coping saw maybe, wrench. Yeah, screwdriver. Yep. Yeah. Screwdrivers, flatheads. Servers, yeah. Plural. Servers. <laughs> Drivers. <laughs> yeah, so I was just thinking about the guy that doesn't own the tools. That'd be weird. I, I just think you need to, you know, maybe reassess your pronouns because yeah. uh, <laughs> I feel a disconnect. Yeah. And I was thinking about this because uh, my buddy down the street, he's got a bunch of projects and we've just been geeking out, sending pictures to each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is bonding. Right. This is what dudes do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm thinking about, because I I get together with my girlfriends, like, Mm -hmm. usually, like, once a week or once every other week, and Dan gets together with their husbands. Like, we're our, like, core group of friends or whatever, usually once a week or every other week. And so, so, like, sometimes the girls and I get off on this, like, weird tangent of conversations, and and we're like, I wonder what the guys talk about. And it's usually (laughs) football or sports, Mm -hmm. kids' sports, home improvement. Mm Mm-hmm. And work. So, like, if you aren't into sports, your kids don't play sports, you're not into home improvement projects, you're a guy that's just sitting there around the fire pit not saying anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, politics comes up quite a bit. Just, oh. just, just not, not politics like uh, what's Biden doing wrong, you know. Like, Trump, how so? Trump Give me sucks. an example of a, a political conversation you can have without it how, getting, like, How heated. about more geopolitical, especially Oh, now, okay, okay. Right? We're talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. just the wonderment, trying to process stuff. Yeah, Just, you yeah. know, we have opinions, we're, you know, that that kind of thing. Yep. Just like, wow, I cannot believe we live yes. in the world we live in. Like, yeah. Every morning, though, Leslie looks at me like, you're the old man. You're the old man. I Like, I'm, you know, the newspaper, it's on my phone now, and I'm just like, Basically, like the dad, mm-hmm. the, the militant dad in uh, um, American Beauty, one of the best movies ever made. Yes, he's like this. I mean, I love this line. He's got his, he's sitting waiting mm-hmm. for his breakfast to be served to him. He's sitting at the kitchen table in the morning with his legs crossed and holding the broadsheet newspaper. Yep. He gives it a shake. He goes, "This country's going to hell in a handbasket." Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> we always think that. Yes. But we've been thinking that for generations. Forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dan, every morning, what, kids get off and go on their school bus, whatever. I go into my office. Dan goes into his office. Yeah. And for the next half hour, we just yell headlines back and forth to each yeah. other. Like, oh, my God, did you see? <laughs> yeah. There was a bad boy sighting. Yeah. National Enquirer, page two. 
<laughs> he was on Elvis's shoulder. Mm-hmm. But it's never anything good. We're never yelling like a really positive human interest story. We're yelling back and forth about kidnappings and terrorism and uh, horrible things. Yep. Yep. That's mm-hmm. what we do. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's switch gears to uh, you have a product of the week. So, all right. As a woman of a certain age, Rick, I have a very devoted skincare regime to regimen mm-hmm. um, to fight father time, basically. Mm-hmm. So and you're I mean, doing a great job. Thank you're you. Look at day over 30. Thank you. So one of the, the, one of my daily routines is using these under eye patches, which serve as to reduce fine lines and inflammation and all that good stuff. So every day, morning or night morning. Okay. So get up in the morning right after I brush my teeth and get changed. I put these on mm-hmm. and I just, you know, bop around the house doing my morning routine, wearing my under eye patches. So L- looking like a wide receiver going out. Totally. I mean, I've like actually gone outside and waited with the kids <laughs> for the school bus wearing them. Are they black? <laughs> no, they're gold. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm chic. Yep. So, <laughs> so I ran out and I went uh, to order more and they didn't have the kind I usually order. So I just ordered like highly recommended one. Yep. It came in the mail the other day. So the ones I got. Are collagen under eye patches, which is what I wanted. These have snail secretion filtrate, though. Ooh. Yes. So I don't know, because you're a guy, you're probably not up on the latest trends in skincare. Mm-hmm. But a few months ago, all of a sudden, snail products with snail secretion became the buzz. What is in the so snail let me secretion? tell you the benefits of snail secretion. Hold on. Yeah. I did. Skittlebuds at home, let's have a little chat while this looks at something. How long do you think this fat is going to last? <laughs> I'm going to give it three months. All right. Snail mucin is naturally designed for protection and healing. It's packed with growth factors, antioxidants, and hyaluronic acid. It stimulates collagen production, which gives you bouncy, youthful skin, and calm irritation, so it reduces redness. Um, so, yeah. So, I brought you oh, a sample if okay. you would like to try the under eye patch with snail secretion. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give that a whirl, Liz. So. Should I do it now? Have you? Sure. Have you ever been into a Sephora? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah okay. Th- that's the store of the black and white stripes. Yes. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But if you, like, it's very, it's very over. <laughs> Did you get some snail secretion on you? <laughs> got secretion all over. Oh, so you've got secretion all over your hands. <laughs> hey, can we come up with a different word than secretion? No, I love it. But yeah, if you go into a Sephora, you'll be convinced that you need at least $2,000 worth of skincare products just to avoid looking like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, that's your that's your place, right? That's oh yeah, your, it's you, very overwhelming. Do you have like a membership or some kind? of I don't of think you need to card? do that. Whatever it is you're doing. Oh, I just yeah. pull it from here. Gotcha. <laughs> it feels like a snail. This rubbery yep. latex. Okay, that no, put that one on the other eye. Like this. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> should we get a picture of this for our socials? Uh, yeah, we should. All right. <laughs> so yeah, you leave it on for like twenty minutes, okay, that's, yeah, and then when you take sure. it off, you like kind of like rub the goo in, like oh. you know, push them up a little bit though. They're too far down. You're not you're not looking to do anything with your cheekbones. <laughs> there you go. And you don't have to call it goo. <laughs> okay, perfect. Snail. You're gonna feel like a whole new man. Snail goo. Snail goo. All right. Okay. All right, listeners. <laughs> Shaving those eight those years off. That's right. Awesome. Okay. All right. So that's so that's my what's in the box this week. Snail secretion under eye patches. Yeah. So while you were looking that up, I, I told the, the, the buds, the skittle buds, mm-hmm. three months. 
three months and then you'll never hear about snail secretion. But it'll be something else. That's the thing. There's always something else to replace it, you know, because we as as again, women of a certain age, we are a great target demographic for anything that will make you feel younger, prettier, thinner, whatever, like bring it on. We're just suckers for all that stuff. It's a major hook in advertising. Totally. Feel youthful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Guilt is another one. Feel guilty. Yep. All right. Uh, Hey, we were talking in the beginning of the show how we were going to get to social media. Oh, yeah. We should probably get to it. All right. Let's go to a a commercial. Where's that at? I was trying to get all... Listen, I told you I was going to throw a couple curveballs. I'm going to actually do some live reading. Nice. Post-production. Pay some bills. Yeah, let's be more efficient with our workflow. Too. Yeah. Too much time in the editing. All right, let's start with. In fact, since you're here, you know, why do I have to do it? You can do parts. All right. I'll do Perez martial arts. I'll go first. Are you ready to transform your life and achieve greatness? Well, look no further than Perez martial arts. They are dedicated to changing lives through martial arts, education, and coaching, and they have a safe, welcoming atmosphere, perfect for students of all ages. And experience levels. Discover why. Did you just cough during my read? No, I turned away and cleared my throat. Do we have a cough button, like professionals do? Yeah, but it's over here. You uh, have to give me the cue. Okay, well, I don't have time. Give for me that. the internet. <laughs> Where was I? Discover why so many families choose Burris Martial Arts. Unlock your child's potential and accelerate their development with our oh, with their exclusive online-only offer. Visit PerezMartialArts.com and get started today. Park Street Books and Toys. If you have kids, you probably have their best interest at the forefront of your mind at all times. You want them to be happy, and you want them to grow up to be literate. I'm not a mind reader. I'm a parent, and we all want this for our kids. So, bring your kids down to Park Street Books and Toys, the largest children's toy store in New England. They've got a great selection, and if they don't have the book you're looking for, they can get it quicker than that online place that rhymes with Shamazon. Check them out on the web, parkstreetbooks.com. All right, so we're doing the social media stuff, and I'm seeing so much out there, Liz. Like, uh, it's it's research, right? And I I'm doing it, and uh, I, I I'm learning. I'm trying to figure out what we want to do, what direction we yeah. want to go in. I I say, and I I went to the conference, and I'm like, wow. The takeaway is you got to have social media presence. And your challenge to me is okay, but how do we get social media presence to translate into Listeners. listenership. Yep. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll worry about that when we get there. <laughs> like, I'm just, In fact, the, the consultant that I've hired to help us with this stuff told me the other day on a conference call, you're not qualified to ask the life questions <laughs> because you don't yet have the baseline knowledge. Like, I'm already on stage four yes. here, you know. Yeah. Like, what, what? But I'm a big picture person. I know. I, I need to know the why. Why? Why are we doing this? Why do people... Doom scroll, like mm-hmm. what is going on? So I'm trying to learn about uh, what's working, what's going viral. I pulled out a couple of clips. I thought we could play them. Just yeah. give you an idea of like, this is how many listeners or viewers. This is the content. What do you think? How do we match up? Get, get some ideas, brainstorm. Mm-hmm. But before I get into that, we've talked before about, you know, we like the podcast format because you can multitask. Everyone who's listening to us right now is doing something. Doing something else, yeah. They're, they're sitting in the middle of a cube farm, mm-hmm. punching away on the TPS report. 
or they're grocery Folding shopping. laundry or, yeah, driving their kids somewhere. Well, hopefully not because we curse, but. Making sweet love to your <laughs> spouse. <laughs> <laughs> Secretions. <laughs> oh. Chrissy, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Those are callbacks. <laughs> so um, I'm a little worried about the, the the chin and the chest result in consuming social media. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like that. I don't like to walk down the street and see people with their head down looking at a phone, trying to look around. It's a pretty neat world we live in. You know, is it? We were just talking about how terrible the world is. <laughs> so I think people, I think people try to lose themselves in minutia. Yeah, but have you seen the foliage? Yeah, I know it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It came late this year, mm-hmm. and it's in fuego. In fuego. Uh, I read something from a Harvard magazine. Mm. Lottie Dell. Well, it took me a long time. <laughs> this is from the November December twenty twenty two issue, and okay. it's uh, talking about uh, a study on effects, negative effects. Of social media with adults, ah. you know, because we're not talking to the kids, and we know a lot about the kids stuff, right? Yeah. Multiple studies, okay, so multiple studies point to links between social media use and anxiety and depression among children and adolescents. Yet a new study reveals similar associations between depression and social media use for their parents and grandparents too. Interesting. Hmm. So here's some. Here's some stats. For the study, they identified more than 5,000 people with an average age of 56. It's kind of in our wheelhouse, right? Mm -hmm. Give or take 10 years. Yeah. Who showed no signs of depression as measured by a standard screening. Participants initially were asked if they use social media. When surveyed again later, those who used Snapchat, Facebook, and TikTok were more likely to report symptoms of depression. Okay, so. Wait, people in that demographic use Snapchat and TikTok? (laughs) I'm floored. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I I thought Snapchat was an afterthought. Yeah. Maybe they, it was put in front of them. Like, hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on this. Mm-hmm. See, see what this does. Okay, so most studies can't prove that using Facebook or Instagram causes depression. These studies often capture a single moment in time and show that people who use social media report more symptoms of anxiety and depression. So it might be an underlying yeah. pre-existing thing, and mm-hmm. this is a coping yep. or a self-medicating, yes. if you will. Yeah. Right? It's like anything, alcohol, drugs. This is sort of a... It's escapism. Yep. Yep. Um, In an intriguing set of findings, the researchers identified links between particular social media platforms and depression in certain age groups. For example, Facebook use was associated with depression among people younger than 35, but not for those over 35. In the over 35 group, TikTok and Snapchat were connected to depression symptoms. Where's Instagram? Instagram's a thing. Freaking Harvard. (laughs) So bottom line is that social media can have negative emotional effects regardless of your of your age. Is that sort of the net net here? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't really get into a deep dive, but I thought it was a good yeah. a good launching point to talk about some things because when we're making these these viral videos, mm-hmm. right? And why air quotes around viral cuz you know, we have 336 freaking yeah. followers. Come on, people. Come on, people, share. Like, I know we're better than that. Yeah. Like, what the f- <laughs> And I know it because I'm looking at what's out there. Right. I'm like, why did that happen? I know, I know. Now, you and I, to prepare for this show a little bit, and just for comic relief while you were busy, I was sending you only fan ads. Oh, my God. I <gasps> Okay, I get- can I say something about the Instagrammer with... The nice rack and the no bra. They were the they weren't that perky. She she needs a more supportive bra. Her yeah. boobs are sagging. Well, those because they were double D's. These yeah, they're big. These I mean, were, yeah. Anyway, I'm not. Compl- <laughs> I'm not necessarily complaining. Right. I mean, 
But it's you've seen these things. It's it's like uh, some stupid quote or inspiration thing or reaction or I be like <laughs> is on there, and then they just dance and shake them for like eight seconds. Right. And I'm like ten bucks says this is an OnlyFans. Totally. Ad, right. Like this, she exists on Instagram to advertise for OnlyFans. So. Mm-hmm. Because I have to do the research for this show, Liz. Yes. I had to go to OnlyFans. Obviously. Okay, so I'm on OnlyFans now, right? And I'm like, <laughs> Putting okay. in my credit card number. <laughs> I'm like, all right, nine ninety five a month. For, the, is, for research. Oh, you can expense that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going. Yeah, this is why uh, Park Street Book sponsors yeah. so I can... <laughs> I can pay for my OnlyFans. When you guys buy children's books at the children's toy store, that money goes right into my OnlyFans hobby. Mm-hmm. By the way, you can find me now on OnlyFans. Nice. Yeah. What's your What's your thing? Feet. People like feet. I hear. Uh, but you know, so like to your point, the the picture or video of the hot chick yeah. shaking her loose tatas, whatever. It's that's. Mm-hmm. I believe that's referred to as a thirst trap. Oh, photo. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar no. with that term. No, but share. Please. Thirst trap is when a girl, woman, whatever, yep. posts a hot picture of herself in an effort to get likes, comments, driving traffic to her OnlyFans. It's a thirst trap. Well, I keep falling into these traps. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I uh, went online and I pick it out yeah. random things just to see. So I went on and I did some research and like small town problems, funny small town problems, small town drama. And uh, some of it's good. I, I think the theme, we have to be mindful to not ad nauseum beat a theme to death. Yeah. But at the same time, the consultants are telling us that virality does not come from originality. Creativity, yeah. creativity or originality. Yeah. It comes from predictability. But I think that's really more with the format. Like if we do the more you know thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the scuttlebutt news thing, that mm-hmm. format will be familiar. But we've got to stick to like small town stuff. Yeah. When we do our videos, and then we can do a link in bio and check this out, and they can find us, and that's hopefully how we'll mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll get stamps.com to sign on with us, <laughs> and it better help. I was just going to say, better, better help sponsors every fucking podcast I listen to, from my murder podcast yeah. to Legion of Skanks. Yeah. So- You know why? Better help, come our way. Well, that's because every woman that listens to these kind of podcasts are fucked up. Yeah. So. <laughs> You should give them a call. Let's take know, it free. Right? Take advantage of that 30-day free offer <laughs> and get your head cleaned out. All right. So this one comes from a Carla with a K. Mm-hmm. E as in echo, period. She has 1,714 views on this, which is not a lot. But let's just hear what that gets yeah. you, right? This little town that we live in has ruined me on pineapples. I can't even purchase a pineapple. It took every ounce in me to walk from the pineapple section to the register without laughing. I was like, number one, like I said, I used to not even know that we had swingers in our town, <laughs> period. And then men come find out they use pineapples as their thing. And yeah, it's gotta be upside down, but still it is hard. It is hard to walk through the store with a fresh pineapple. And I don't even buy fresh pineapples, but my middle child saw YouTube of how to cut it open and get a little I just cut it off. Cut it open. Oh, she's like, I don't know how to open it. I'm like, you don't open it. You peel open it. Open it? Oh, my God. That accent. Nails on a chalkboard. No. Love it. Love. You do? Oh, yeah. Well, in a superior sort of way. I, I was, yeah. I'm sorry. I, look, if you're in the South, you're not going to like this. Earmuffs. Or maybe you know this. But when you guys, like, you know, 
talk. <laughs> Speak. <laughs> like, your written communication could be great, right? Yeah. I could be like, wow, you're smart, you know? Like, William Faulkner's from the South. That guy can write a book. So I could read an email from somebody or, mm-hmm. or something from someone. But then if I meet them and they start talking, whatever IQ level I had yep. for you, oh, I, I had you at 130, but I'm going to have to take off 15 points just for, that, for accent. that accent. And I feel like a hypocrite saying that being born and bred in the Boston area, knowing that the Boston accent, if you've got, if you've got a thick Boston accent, well, that's not great either. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the South, I don't, I agree with you. It's just, it's nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, now me. you're from Waltham. I'm yep. from Concord, New Hampshire. You don't have the Boston accent. I don't. You know what we have? We have what's called the non-regional dialect. Oh. Which is normal speak. Yeah. And you know how I know it's normal? It's the standard. It is. Everyone should sound like us. This is how you speak. I we, think so. We are right. They are wrong. <laughs> Watch the nightly news. Mm-hmm. They all sound like us. Yep. Going out of Gaza. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I can't take you seriously. Chet, what's going on on the strip down there in Gaza? <laughs> Trying to run a podcast. Okay, here's another one. Canadian Kells. Oh. I'm going to pick this one out. Definitely a big jump in viewership. 218,000. So 218,000 views on this particular post? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Quarter million people stopped what they were doing for about 30, 40 seconds. I think it's a 50-second clip just for the sake of interest. We yep. won't play the whole thing. But it's called Small Town Math, which oh, is interesting because yeah. we were just talking about the Girl other math thing. and boy math last week, yeah. And apparently, you'll hear, there is a thing called black math. We're not going to touch no, it. No, that's okay. not allowed to do that. No, we're not. We can do white math. Of course we can. Can't do black math. Nope. And I'm, the racist in me goes, oh, that. <laughs> I go, Don't say that. You're not a racist. No, but I get sometimes, I, I have to check myself. No, oh, I know. Because I'm like, oh, black math, that can't be good. Right. <laughs> That's a. I think that's racist. Like no one's gonna say, "Oh, black math is when you uh, max out your four hundred one k." Right. Like, and you're not allowed not... to laugh at black math either. Yeah. Even though it's probably funny, I guess. Well, Maybe. you know, I don't guess, know. Is oh, it? Oh, guess what I'm doing tonight? <gasps> I'm gonna go see Dave Chappelle no at the way! TD Garden. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. Yeah, and if he's gonna talk black math, I'm gonna laugh, laugh. my ass off. Yep. I'll probably piss my pants. <laughs> Fucking love this guy. Who's opening for him? Do you know? Nope. Nope. Show starts at 7.30. Okay. Me and three of my fraternity brothers oh. are all getting together. We're going out to dinner. We're going to go so see some fun. Dave Chappelle. So fun. My one friend's name is James. James, I know you're listening. So we're just going to walk around and go, we're Rick James, bitch. I love it. We're Rick James. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> Rick James, bitch. Hi, tickets. I'm Rick James, bitch. bitch. I'm Rick and he's James, bitch. <laughs> all right. It? So anyway, quarter of a million views on this video from this Canadian... Kells, Kells, talking about small town math. Y'all heard of girl math, boy math, black math, white math. May I introduce to you small town math. Small town math is driving one hour to the next town over because you got drunk and embarrassed yourself in front of the dentist. Singular, there's only one. Small town math is having to budget an extra 600 for concert tickets because you have to drive four hours and stay overnight in the city. This is also Canadian math if you don't live in Toronto or Vancouver. Small town math is having two degrees of dating separation from every other person in town. It's like a bunch of lesbians. Everybody is everybody else's ex. Small town math is buying a house and not telling anyone the street address, just who used to own it before you did. Oh, we don't live at 502. We live in Mr. Lipinski's old house. We're all gonna hate me for this one, but small town math is having three kids and two divorces before your 29th birthday. I like it. You like that? Yeah, I do. Perspective from from a younger kid, right? Yeah, I like it. I love. I like the house one. Like, oh, I live in Mr. Lipinski's old house. That's. I like it. I like it. Good job, Kels. Good job, Canadian Kels. Keep it up. <laughs> All right, now this one from a dude named Mac. 
M-A-C-K. 6.2 million views. What? And I know that this is a, 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 a visual format, and I've been playing the audio, so basically you're not really missing much on the on the, on the visual. visual. It's mm-hmm. Car- Carla with a K was in her car, mm-hmm. right, in the parking lot at the grocery store that she just went to. Right. Canadian Kels is in her bedroom at her desk. I could have predicted her, that, yeah. Their laptop. And Mac, Mac is walking around in different shots of his downtown, which does look like a small, like the one light small town. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, like we live in a small town, 12,000. We have like a post office and shit. And yeah. A couple of restaurants, right? So, but they get even more rural, right? Mm-hmm. Like a small town is, there's a range there. And this guy's on the very really small, small, town. small town. So his theme here is uh, joking about dreams of moving out and making it big (laughs) because there's nothing here not bad growing up in a small town was pretty boring i mean we literally only have one stoplight there's nothing to do here everything closes at 9 p.m my high school graduation class was 68 kids graduation day took 40 minutes if i want to go to the mall (laughs) i have to drive 40 minutes and the closest walmart is about 20 miles that way yeah no there's no girls here it's just me and the boys here's my backyard no big buildings no other houses so here we have the football field right here we have the bleachers where the whole town used to fill up just about halfway. That's how many people we have. <laughs> Just a couple well-known places that we don't have here. Starbucks, Chipotle, McDonald's, Burger King, Arby's, Walmart, Target, Lowe's, Dunkin' Donuts. We have none of those, but we have a gas station. Will I ever move? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I talk about it with the boys all the time. Where we're going to go when we get rich. We just got to hit the lottery. Then we're going to go to L.A. We're going to go to L.A., live our lives, and be rich. We're going to get out of this small town. We're going to start a business. I don't know. Maybe I'll invent something. We'll see. It's all in the future, though. Whatever the future holds. Six point two million. Mm-hmm. I feel like Canadian Kells's small town video was better than that one. Okay, I like this one for its authenticity. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's cute. It was. It was not six million views. Cute. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, I'm perplexed, Rick. Maybe I'm too old to get it. I don't know. Well, that's the other thing. It's like, do you guys listening even look at Instagram? I mean, are we? I feel like we're the Instagram demo. Because, like, my so Will, who's 15, mm-hmm. not on Instagram. Instagram's for old people, like us. Wait, Facebook is for old people. No, Instagram's so is Instagram. A, no, Instagram's a new cool thing. It's not new, Rick. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what are the kids doing? Snapchat and TikTok. Really? Well, mm-hmm. I knew TikTok, but Snapchat really is yeah. a thing. Hmm. Yep. Well, I'm not doing that. Well, no, I mean... Because they send messages back and forth that disappear, so God only knows what the fuck they're saying in those oh, messages. I know. I, know. I don't, I don't want to know. I used weird. to read his texts because, mm-hmm. you know, I try to be a responsible parent and stay on top of, you know, what he's communicating and what's going on in his life. You can't do that with Snapchat. Interesting that you do that. Mm. Yep. Now I just have to ask probing questions until he gets annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The other day I was uh, on my daughter's phone and I was like, hmm, I, this is my phone, technically speaking. Right. It's my phone. We're paying for it. I should be able to look at anything and... There's nothing to look at anyway. She's no, like, I know. I read Avery's texts on her iPad too. It's nonsense. Oh yeah, it's stupid. I, I get, mm-hmm. I get exhaustively bored. Yes, like, like I get dumber every text I read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of um, acronyms I have to look up, <laughs> and then for some somehow like my Google searches and her Google searches are like tied together, mm-hmm. so she can see stuff that I've Googled when she goes on Google. Ooh. So she'll be like, "Mom, did you really Google?" 
blah 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 and I'm like yeah well I didn't know what it meant so I, I had to I had to look it up mom <laughs> is like, this, you're such a boomer mom your uh, OnlyFans account <laughs> is uh mom why do you keep up looking keep looking up Jason Momoa Aquaman figures <laughs> you think that guy's hot oh my god he's my hall pass I was gonna say is oh, really so fucking hot yeah it's like uh it's almost like Fabio just almost like a caricature no. of like no he's just like too much yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, the muscles, the tattoos, the like, yes, please. You know, I, I don't have a hall pass. That's a lie. I really don't. It's just, that's not true, Rick. Name someone. I'll go why not, why it's not. Uh, let's see. Scarlett Johansson, way overrated. I agree with that. Extremely I agree with overrated. that. If, if Scarlett Johansson was at the grocery store, I would be like, oh, blonde, pretty. All right. Mm. Let's, before <laughs> we, we just go, talk about hot people? <laughs> I would like to rank all 32 starting quarterbacks in hotness, starting <laughs> with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo. You go. Next. Just I kidding. I'm I kidding. don't know totally any kidding. others. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> yeah, so I, f- I don't know. You want to you add anything, Liz? Is this, is this, did, we, did this show run its course? I think it has. I, I mean... We could go on and on about how we don't understand social media, how we don't understand why certain things go viral. Um, we could probably do three more podcasts about that. But I would love to hear from the Scuttlebuds. Mm-hmm. What do they like on social media? What videos do they stop and watch? Just, I, I need more insight. I need more consumer research. What is What makes people tick here? What, what grabs their attention? What makes you tick mm-hmm. and talk? Right? Yeah, exactly. I feel... Like, uh, you could go to our social media page, right? We're on TikTok now. By the way, our TikTok viewership is three times more than our Instagram. And I don't even do hashtags or captions or anything. Did you just put all our reels on TikTok? I'm starting to. I don't want to flood it because we're already like 30 into the, but but yeah, I'm throwing them on there and they're actually getting some traction. Nice. Whatever. Uh, all right. So let's wrap it up. Let's um, wrap it up. Here's a fun little thing because we're doing the live raids and I'm hitting the buttons yeah. on here. I'm going to hit the button to start the um, closing bed. Oh, okay. I'm going to play this. I'm going to pot up the music. Oh, the closing okay. bed, right? But you have to nail it. You have to say, see you later. Like right when it goes, you know. Okay. Okay. Let's see if I can do it. Okay. Let's see if I can hit the right button. <laughs> Let me look it up on my cheat sheet. Post roll. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Scuttlebuds, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Smalltown Scuttlebutt. Uh, and send us an email at smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com. See you next week. <laughs> I, I, I got nervous that I wasn't going to hit the post. <laughs> Here, pass the puck. All right, over to me. Uh, you can also go... Fuck. <laughs> Do over. All right. <laughs> You can also you can also get you can also send us a message by clicking on the send us a message link on smalltownscuttlebite.com, our website that has a shop. Like you want to yeah, walk you want around? Some merch? You want some merch? We got uh, koozies and coffee mugs and t-shirts. Nailed it. 